0: Yo, what's up, gamers? Welcome to <laughs> Album Analytics. Here we are back again after some amount of time. If, you're, if you haven't listened to the show before, under normal circumstances, uh, we'd be listening to a different album, a different week. We like to go in depth, we like to break down the stories behind it, the studio work, all that kind of thing. My name's
1: Ruri. I'm you. Jude. <laughs> <laughs> If only there was like some way we could like point to each other here.
2: Yeah. Right. You
0: you're <laughs> next. You. That one over there. All right, so who are you? What's going on, fellas? Yeah, are you Steven? Yes, I am. Okay. And you're Jude.
1: I'm Jude, yeah.
0: Okay. Just top, to clear that top up, for me. If uh, people didn't understand. So um yeah, let's just let's just uh how are you guys
2: doing? <laughs> Not too bad. Um <laughs> this is prime yeah. content,
0: Steven. <laughs> Not too bad.
2: No. What about you?
0: Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I don't know. The cases are are up a little bit today. Um, they're up again. Uh, well, I mean, they're up like the last few days. Like they've
2: been. Yeah, and kind of like, wavering.
1: Yeah, well, they seem to be kind of wavering a little bit. But aside from coronavirus, I had a bomb ass pizza for for dinner, and then I took a fat nap as well, listening to the Blind Boy podcast.
2: Sounds like a pretty good day.
1: I had to clean up all Owen's dishes though. So I stuck on the podcast and he had like, because he had Cormac and Isa over last night. So I had to do his dishes. So, Owen, if you're listening to this, do your fucking dishes, man. Whoa, man.
0: (laughs) That's foul language for this PG 13, PG even podcast. Oh,
1: don't worry. The the Neil Riley experience probably has a bit more obscene stuff in it.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So. Let's get right into the news, boys. Um, <laughs> there's the... Keem
1: Keemstar. Yeah, it's a Keemstar. Keem yeah, it keem <laughs> We're going to gloss over it. <laughs> Hell yeah. It.
0: Um, I just saw it randomly. I can't even remember the name of this song, but there's a new Rolling Stones song coming out. And Paul Heskell is going to feature in the video. So that's pretty cool.
2: I thought he was singing with Dermot Kennedy there. What, he is, yeah. Did that, did,
1: did that happen? Was that just like a live stream?
2: Yeah, I don't. It was on stage somewhere. I think it wasn't like a real gig, but I don't know. Like that's what he's
0: cool. You know, he's an unreal singer. I say this to like yeah, he was pretty good, a actually. lot of people, but yeah. he, he was the Phantom in his school musical because my co- cousin went to school. With him. So um, yeah, like he's he's pretty well-rounded, well-talented person. Like
1: yeah, but so, so I've heard mm-hmm. is that he's um he's only actually. Done. I think before he had done normal people, like professionally, he had only done two plays. And then he went in for the audition, and like just apparently knocked it out of the park.
0: Yeah, I haven't yeah. even seen it. I'm going to admit. It's it's. I would recommend. Okay. Yeah, bad. But I have. I mean, if he's getting an Emmy nomination for it, it's got to be. Yeah. I don't know how. It's,
1: it's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: other other big news, boys. New Blink-182 song coming out tomorrow called yeah. Quarantine. Uh,
1: I did not know about that, sick.
0: And there was no, like a that quote. Song. It said like, it's going to be yeah. a Blink classic. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, in the cover it was something that was like crappy punk rock or something like that. Mm.
0: Well, like, I don't know. How many people do you know actually listen to Blink-182 at this time of their life now that they're no longer 14? Yeah.
1: Not many. Not
2: many. Well, I mean, uh, oh, yeah.
0: Actually, uh, hold on. I, I sh- I'm being unfair. I still listen to their old stuff. Like if I'm.
2: Yeah, but uh, I, I haven't wouldn't... listened to anything they put out in the last like twenty years.
0: <laughs> yeah, like sounds like another band we all love. A, a lot of bands.
1: <laughs> I had I hadn't even known that they'd been putting out stuff. So there you yeah. go. So it's, it's like. <laughs> It's just, like, stuff that comes on at, like, a house party or whatever that we shouldn't be going to at the moment. But. Yeah, there's no such thing as a house party, dude. I know what you mean. Oh, but no. It, oh, do, it, you mean the, do you mean, like, the app? Like, the app where you can talk to your friends, like, from home digitally and not actually come into contact with them? Is that yeah, the kind that of house can, party you're talking about, Rory? Wasn't there,
0: like, a really bizarre story with a house party where yeah, um, it's like, it's they, they put out a ransom for anyone who could prove that they were spying on people? Or was that a different <laughs> app?
2: No, I think that was, yeah, I heard dodgy stuff about House Party. Yeah, oh, that to...
1: was House Party, yeah. They're like, they're like, prove it. And then they're like offering <laughs> a million euros to anyone who can do it.
0: But apart from that, um, the other big things that are going on is people are being optimistic with uh, tour announcements. Fontaine's DC have more dates added to their 2021 tour. Biffy Clyro just announced that they have a 2021 tour on the way. So... Mm-hmm. Godspeed, I suppose.
1: Yeah, Fontaines are due to play okay. Ivy Gardens, I think, next April.
0: Yeah. I actually speaking of them, I know you were thinking of, you probably will talk about the album a bit later, will you?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Um yeah, yeah. I was well, just, just talking general about yeah.
0: The did you see the thing that they did, the the competition? It looks really cool. No. It was like a signed Fender Mustang probably by all the band and uh, pretty sure tickets to their UK and Ireland tour that's like deadly for grabs, obviously. <laughs> <There you go.
1: laughs> is it still, is doing... it still open? I feel like I should have known hey, what, what
0: day that. is it today? It's the f- no, it closed yesterday. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Shui. Shui. so the other, I guess, moving away from like random news stories I just saw and the other kind of big things that are going on, I mean, Kanye has been going through some stuff.
1: A hell of a time yeah
0: uh it, it's getting to the point now where i feel what like even media coverage of such a an episode like this is exploitative and no longer okay even just no, uh, yeah i fully
1: agree
2: it. yeah like there was even like there's pictures of like him and kim in their car like having an argument or something and it's like you know nobody else needs mm. to see that it's
1: kind of like it's like voyeurism like it's like people yeah. enjoying watching people do something that should be private and it's just not because like their whole lives are public and that's just how it's yeah. going to be but it's those kind of really specific moments like where you see how vulnerable an artist or a famous person is and like nobody should be seeing that or looking at that and it's kind of just yeah it's like a bit depressing to to just to see it happening to him and to yeah. Kim and to like their whole family, because like they are people like they don't they don't deserve to be slain across the media with that kind of life.
0: It's, it's interesting, though, the fact that is, this, is, this is a pretty big discussion about celebrity. But the fact that to be someone in the Kardashians position, they're using celebrity as a real tool like they they're, ma- you know, what I mean? yeah. nearly mastered how to make money from it. And then it, when things like this are happening. It's obviously extremely profitable for them, but at the same time, this seems like it's gotten to a point where Kim would not be not be okay with fueling the drama, certainly with everything that came out about the abortion or oh, of course yeah. the abortion mm-hmm. and everything so anyway, any thoughts <laughs> any other thoughts on it
1: uh I don't know maybe maybe like a good song may come out of it,
0: yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> I don't I don't know. This gets into another thing about Kanye recently is that like I think I said this before that he hasn't really progressed since the Wyoming uh, like Yay and Kid Sea Coast sound. Like that, you know, the way we know him to reinvent with each album and yeah, to kind of go yeah. in and wipe the say clean and start again with something new. But like on this occasion it feels like He's just been like on that track list for Donda. You saw "New Body." I'm pretty sure it was up there. "A New Body" was meant to be on Yandy, which got turned into "Jesus Is King" as we know. But the fact is that yeah. he still has these songs that might go on to his next album. When usually he would,
2: yeah, would be by the time they finally get released, they could be years old, like the original idea.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which seems a, seems like he's being lazy. Not to come at Kanye too hard here, mm-hmm. but...
1: Yeah, I mean obviously he's a busy dude. Like he's got he's not just a, like a, a musical artist anymore and like I'd say he consider himself a lot of things like that like in that South Park episode where he's like <laughs> I'm a genius voice of a generation. <laughs>
0: uh, do you do you know the song Saint Pablo?
1: Uh is it off I don't I'm not Pablo. familiar with it now.
0: Uh, it's obviously off the license. Yeah, F- off Pablo, F- yeah. yeah. It's probably my favorite song by him. I was just thinking this cuz Owen was saying Bound 2 was his favorite and I was like, "No." Um, yeah, I
1: didn't that didn't really make sense to me. It's a good song, I, like, I, I probably, be, like it's not bad.
0: That's your homework. You you need to go and listen to that song because it's it's just one of his most honest and like Yes, sir. In, insightful and like decisive like statements that he's made on any songs ever. Like he just he just doesn't stop. He just keeps going on this, I don't know, this frame of mind that he was probably in when he recorded it. And it's just so impressive. Yeah. Oh, it's such a great song. Anyway.
2: <laughs> so moving on to
0: Kanye.
1: Yeah.
0: Billy Eilish has a new song out. Has anyone listened to it? No. She had to to
1: <laughs> Admittedly, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. yeah. I know that's kind of controversial. I, I i could probably have given her a better chance, but I just see, I just find it like... That, like the, uh,
2: The James Bond song wasn't bad.
0: No, 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 no. Haven't heard it. Nine, nine. No, man. Like, oh, actually,
1: just could could I? Okay, just one really quick question. Uh, Favorite Bond song ever? Um, or even like last ten years?
2: Skyfall one. Skyfall was the best of the last. Because I was
0: about to say that Skyfall just ushered in this like. Uh, new sound like you look at the Smith when you look at that specter i oh know that was the one and then you look at this one with billy eilish they're like the pretty much the same like power ballad like yeah really dramatic kind of thing have you ever
1: heard do you, do you remember the one from casino royale
0: yeah who was it i remember
1: it was dope I th- i'm pretty sure it was the one That's with funny. um jack white and alicia keys it was called another way to die
0: I thought that could be Casino. titled after the title of the movie.
1: I don't think so. Mm. It was definitely, it was definitely, no, it was for Casino Royale. Yeah, it definitely was. Because what was after Casino Royale? Uh,
0: uh, that Quantum terrible one, Quantum of Solace. Yeah.
1: Oh, maybe it was for Quantum of Solace either, but the, I don't know. It was like the sick, it, it was definitely, yeah, no, it was for one of them. I don't know. It was okay. pretty sick. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Um, it's like Alicia Keys meets like the White Stripes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think cool. I remember that. I was going to say, I was wondering when I threw out the Billie Eilish news, what the consensus would be. I was wondering, would you surprise me? Or would, were you just going to put your foot down and be like, okay. <laughs> and you did put your foot down and be like, nah.
1: Yeah, like, well, I, I, I mean, I, really I probably have a slight bias because, like, at EP last year, everybody flooded the stage. Like, when they smelled that she was going to be on in an hour. And, like, there were yeah, bottlenecks. You couldn't move there. anywhere. And I didn't want to go see her. I wanted to see somebody else. I can't even remember who because I never got to see them. Because I was stuck trying to get through the hordes of children, mm. trying to see Billie Eilish. So She's I'm a poor for yeah. performer.
2: Yeah, I wasn't because like, I wouldn't be huge into her kind of music. But I went to see her at Picking Faster. And like Drew was saying, it was absolutely packed out. I was just like two pack. I ended up leaving like halfway through. Whereas the year before when Dua Lipa played, it was also like absolutely packed. But I had a great time at like, that like, I think.
0: Just like two pack.
2: No, it was packed out. Like it was, just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Tupac came Two
1: Tupac's hologram.
2: Did not hear about that, man. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. I, I have a bit. I have a bit of music news, but I don't know how. Like, I don't know how recent it is because my mother told me, and sometimes she's a little bit. Actually, well, I don't know. Depends on what it is. Anyway, regardless. Um, Amy Wine. I think it was like recently that Amy Winehouse's father uh, wanted to like make a hologram of her doing an entire concert and then like put her hologram on on a world tour
0: yeah i remember hearing that
1: did you hear about that that was like i think he nearly did it as well like i think he nearly got away with it remember
0: did you guys have um i think it was column for a tutorial in in, well you're not in comms Stephen, but um, no. remember we were talking about like bringing back dead actors or, or holograms on stage, and it's like, yeah. can you can you do that? Like, how does the likeness laws work? And it's not very yeah. clear at all.
1: Well, I d- yeah, I don't, well, I don't know, um, I don't know whether or not there are laws against it. Like, obviously,
2: I presume wants just, to have like the permission of like their estate or whatever. Which, yeah, would be her parents. So if he wants to do it, I'd say he's allowed, is he?
1: I'd imagine so, yeah, that's the thing, like that's the weird thing. I don't I, I'm not like I'm not hundred percent sure on how it works, but like if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna throw like a video of her up on a billboard after she's dead about or like so I d I don't really know, but like will put her it's in still an a, advert.
2: Still you know, like in, weird. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I wouldn't agree with it.
2: No, it's a bit weird it's because remember in uh the Star Wars Rogue One yeah. They had Peter Cushing like I was completely in there, like completely digitally. Um, oh
1: yes. Yeah.
2: So like obviously they would have to get like his family's permission or whatever, but it was just a bit weird. Yeah, I mean, that,
0: that sorry, yeah, that kind of that kind of PS3 like cutscene kind of look he had. It was a bit weird. Mm. Yeah. And I remember my brother like raving about it and he was like, This this is amazing. I can't believe it, it looks like he's
1: yeah. real. And
2: I was like, no. It was a bit weird, but it was grand for like the minute or two he was in it, but I wouldn't go see him perform live like that, you know.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did the same with um Carrie Fisher, like, but that was only yeah, they for did that for yeah. like that five seconds. Young,
0: and it was even weirder.
1: Yeah. It was weird actually. I don't even I feel like she she was like the worst of the two. Yeah. Like when I saw her, mm. I was like, That doesn't that just doesn't look like Carrie Fisher.
2: Yeah. yeah. It was like like uh anyway she was airbrushed
1: mm-hmm. to fuck mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: okay we were seriously side yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we better get into albums because the name of this yeah, podcast um, so yeah what what's going on during quarantine i feel like oh that's another album i just thought of rtj4 came out during quarantine <laughs> oh my
1: completely forgot about that i never re- okay go on sorry
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no i was just thinking that you know there's been like albums have been coming out, but I'd say the majority of them were scheduled to be released regardless of quarantine. There's been mm-hmm. a few albums that have come out that have actually addressed it specifically, and the only one I can think of really is Charlie XCX's album "How I'm Feeling Now." That sounded really weird. What was that? "How I'm Feeling <laughs> Now." Um, I actually really how are like
1: you feeling that. now?
0: If if Rory Egan is listening, he would be a big fan of us yeah. talking about charlie XEX. but um yeah this album's good i don't know if I, either of you listened to it uh, i haven't no okay i can't i can't <laughs> say that i would i would <laughs> listen to charlie XEX. Yeah. what about um a thousand gex and the tree of clues
2: no not yet but that Ooh, is. That's no. do.
0: do you are any of you a fan of them uh,
2: i really like money machine but i don't know that much what
0: you, you don't know them, dude, by your reaction. No. Have you heard about anything them. about them?
2: And what's their name
1: again?
0: 100, 100. Gex. What? A hun- <laughs> <laughs> 100 Gex. 100 gecks, No, oh, dude. God. Give a go. It's, the, it's pop music, man. It's the future. Sorry, pop music. Anyway, the okay, well, Okay, well, give it a go. This new album they released was a remix album of like songs from their. Last album, and okay. it, it's it's um it's something anyway. I actually can't explain them you, you yeah, I like, you can't exactly it as like pop because they're like an amalgamation of like random styles of like pop punk, yeah. like uh, dubstep, thrash metal, like. Well, okay.
2: Like I, was, I was listening to um there's a podcast on Spotify that's really good called Song Exploder, where it's kind of similar to our idea where you kind of break down albums but they've got the actual artist on as well and they were talking about Money Machine and, and there's like a bit at the end where it's just like noise, you couldn't decipher what it is but like the one was saying that it's a it's a recording of Plankton from Spongebob and she just like distorted, distorted it loads Yeah so like, You, you know one of
0: different. the things I, sorry one of the things I love about their songs is like I think it's on the opening song like 7, 4, or 5, sticky, off that album where like it's like really dramatic at times, and then suddenly there's this like little, little dance break where it's like, and it's it's so it's so good, and then it goes straight into like dubstep. But anyway, enough of that, boys. But um, I don't know. Speaking of Paul Mescal, um, Phoebe Bridgers, there's a link. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that. Isn't she her album came out? Talking.
0: Have any of you heard of that album? No.
2: Uh, not really. No, I haven't. Okay. I haven't
1: heard of her either. <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I would recommend Stephen. You know her, don't you?
2: I've heard of her, but I've never really listened to her stuff, to be honest.
0: Okay. Yeah, she's good. She's very good indie. She's kind of like, I think I said this before. People are likening to her to like Elliot Smith, a millennial Elliot Smith.
1: Oh, you actually were talking about this to me the other day, yeah because you're you're a big Elliot Smith fan. Mm,
0: I was actually thinking. I thought Stephen just got up and that for a second. I was actually thinking of um, talking about his album that I really I really got into um, either or uh, there, like, a little while ago during quarantine. Mm. So I was thinking of talking about that for, the, for like, what we listen to. But maybe we should get on to that now, actually. So what have you listened to, fellas? It's Jude. Um,
2: yeah, Jude. Um,
1: yeah, well, like... I don't know. Definitely, obviously, over the last few days, anyway, I've been listening to um, Fontaine's their new album, *A Hero's Death*, which has been out since I think the thirty-first of July. Yeah. Um, which I'm really like, I'm very much impressed by, and I haven't, I, re- I haven't actually had even the time to like sit down and like consciously listen to each song because I can't like, I'll stick, I'll stick it on and be like, this is the time, and then I get distracted and go off and yeah. do something, or yeah. I have something, something comes up which has been annoying but i think i've listened to the majority of songs especially all of the singles and which like televised mind which came out and then a hero's death um eponymously and then the uh, i don't belong (laughs)
0: um (laughs) big words
1: big words fellas posthumous Um, am i right posthumous
0: yeah there was um, this thing, Stephen, yeah, or maybe we shouldn't get into this tangent, but <laughs> when <what> I met <laughs> yeah, Mark and... Tangents,
1: tangents.
0: When I met Mark and Jude there, like, yesterday I was in Dublin, or whenever it was, and um, they were just listening to, like, posthumous artists, but they were saying, wait, well, no, that's not right.
2: No. An artist
0: who has passed is just dead. dead. There's no posthumous. Yeah, no,
2: posthumous is, like, something that they did, like, actually. After they died, die. yeah. But like their album, if it came out after they died, it would be posty.
0: Yeah. Anyway, they were saying posthumous, as like <laughs> a, as like a genre of music.
2: <laughs> yeah, posthumous. But anyway, yeah. Speaking of that <laughs> post- <48 laughs> album, post- I was going to
0: say, from the singles that I heard so far, it's actually much different than the songs I know off Dog Will. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It's a lot. It's a lot moodier, isn't it?
1: They are. It's a lot more mon- melodic, I think. Like their first album was kind of very stripped back, and it was just like we have something to say. It was kind of political. Um, like it was, it was very much to do with like the, the 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 social climate of like that year. I think it came out in twenty nineteen. Like started twenty nineteen. Or twenty eighteen.
0: Oh, uh, it was against it uh, like idols that. for the Mercury Prize. I remember.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it was like, it was very kind of politically charged and it was like, I wouldn't say angry because I don't think they'd want, they would say that, but like, like honest about Ireland and they didn't really even realize that they would be kind of representative of Ireland in that sense. And then it sort of just happened that way. Yeah. Um. But then this one obviously is like, it's not, It's it's it's, it's a lot less specific. It's a lot more melodic, I think. And like even... I was watching an interview and like Green was saying that um is it's he he's kind of he's not even really I don't think he's he's much to do with the music at all. It's kind of just like the band is a vessel for yeah, his words, so it's whatever weird. he feels. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, what did he, um, I was going to? Yeah, did he say something in particular about
1: it? About the album? Not no, because they haven't actually done like obviously they haven't really done any many interviews obviously. since it's come out. Like they haven't done any press releases or anything. But speaking of um, like
0: albums that reflect Quarantine I feel like it, it does into to a large extent especially because like the opening track is I Don't Belong and yeah. that's, a, that's pretty sad. <laughs> it's a pretty yeah. sad song and in the video i like like the,
1: yeah submerged. but the lyrics are the lyrics are like I don't belong to anyone I don't want to belong to anyone so it's kind of like I think it's I don't know I don't think it's, as I sad think it's as,
0: kind of depressing <laughs>
1: I don't think so. I think it kind of means more that, like, I don't know. It's just, you're sort of, you're out on your own. It's kind of like reinforcing your independence and like realizing that you don't need other people. I mean, obviously you need other people in life like to kind of give you support or whatever, but you don't want to ever feel like you're somebody's property. Okay. You are yourself Mm -hmm. and you're independent. You're not codependent or dependent. You're just like your own, your own boy. I don't know, Poor
0: girl. Steven. <laughs> <Poor> <laughs> you're smiling, there, dude, I, <laughs> I was going to say I totally disagree with that because I feel like <laughs> the fact that he repeats, um, I don't belong to anyone, he says this like as if he's trying to convince himself of it and state it out as loud as he can and then he says, I don't want to belong and it's almost a, a feeling of like dejection, like he's maybe that's the neurotic way of looking at it, but like he's, he's refusing to acknowledge that he would, he does need something. You know what I mean? That he he actually, he's trying to make himself believe that he doesn't want to belong anywhere. Anyway, (laughs) we got into a pretty dang.
2: (laughs) I am. Yeah. I've only listened to it the whole way through once and I haven't, I haven't got that into, into that deep thought about this, but, um, like I
1: definitely.
2: Hmm?
0: so Well, you. Could, I was going to say we can move on to your um if you want.
2: Um. Yeah. So, go on. so yeah, I, I just I've, I've listened to that like once the whole way through. Um. I'm definitely going to go through it again, but I, so far I definitely think I prefer doggirl. Yeah.
1: mm, I don't know. Do I'm not like I did like doggirl quite a bit, and I I, I kind of have. I don't. Obviously, have made my decision. i I'd probably take like a couple of weeks of like full on listening to it. Um, but like I think well, if, if, what did you guys make of a hero's death like the actual track the song and I think that's that's, that's the album. grand I think it's pretty sick I don't know yeah. I, I like it it's kind of just like it's funny the music video is really brilliant as well, oh, as well. it's just like Aiden Gillen like running around doing bits on stage and whatever yeah. um, but it's cool because it's like they're kind of a punk band and like are seen to, to not give a give a hoot um yeah. but yeah, then like the whole song is about them like giving people life advice on how to like not be a dick. Which I which I which I enjoyed because normally punk is like F this yeah. and fuck that and you know, so
0: That's a good point. Yeah. So what was um Stephen? what have you been listening to?
2: Um yeah, so I've listened to a lot of albums I got um I got really into everything everything there for a while. Um, oh who's that is that everything everything they're like uh what would you call them even they're sort of poetry. oh
0: they're yeah 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 they do they no okay
2: go on um they have a new album coming i'm not sure they've we're well, not sure when the new album is out actually but they've released a few singles but like just going through like their back catalog stuff it's really good especially uh an album called get to heaven which i would recommend you listen to if you haven't okay Very good. Um, do they- but then, uh, yeah, then also a um, lot of other stuff, but um, the Streets new album that was only released there in June, I think. Um, yeah, so, Idols. I of life alive. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, there's a lot of features on it. I think there's somebody on, like, almost every song. Um, but it's got some interesting. It's got, like, Idols and Tame and Pada on it. Um, I don't think it's as good as his, like, earlier stuff. Like, um, it's not a concept album like a grand don't come for free, which I think is yeah, amazing.
0: I think but, uh, the streets is probably a band where well, is a band. I'm, I'm not hundred yeah, percent sure. It's it's 20,
2: 20, yeah, Mike Skinner, yeah, but there, he did have like a live band him, Yeah,
0: well, it, again, he's probably the kind of person that finds it hard to escape his earlier stuff that people were yeah, like, um, and I, I don't, I'm not even like a huge fan.
2: I don't know it that well as other people do. And... Um Yeah, you know, it's definitely worth listening to. It's uh there's some pretty there's some really good songs on it. But uh yeah, I, I wouldn't it as good as the earlier stuff. Yeah. Anything else? Um I don't know if I listen to. Um just kind of like going through other like back stuff. Uh a lot of pink Floyd. can't go around Oh yeah, nice.
1: Yeah. Um
2: Gold. Uh, yeah, 100 gigs a little bit, but uh, not, not that much yet. But I'm gonna get back <laughs> into that. Um,
1: yeah, it was yeah. a good time actually to like go back through and kind of like think of like artists that you like or maybe that you love and just like listen more intently to songs and yeah. maybe even albums that you've probably never really listened to.
2: Absolutely. Um, actually, right, just it. I
1: know it's I know we're, we're past the news segment, but did you guys listen to or hear about? Um, that Bob Dylan, because like, I was just talking about going back and listening to artists that I love, did loads of listening to Bob Dylan um, over the last few months, but he released a new album and yeah. one of the singles for it was like a 17 minute long, if yeah, not I'm mistaken, song yeah, about like that. the assassination of JFK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's fucking good ridiculous. Yeah, it's really good. It's actually a good song. No, it is. I've listened to it a couple of times. It's like I enjoy it
0: like critically acclaimed album in in like decades pretty much
1: yeah I mean, it's his, I mean, it's the first like a, like original album that he's actually released in years because like mm-hmm. loads of them have been covers and stuff it's like fully like 100% original and it's really it's really good the only thing that that i, I would say is the cover art of it makes it look like it, like the cover art is it's really crappy i think it's called like, ha, like rowdy Dowdy day i, I don't know what yeah the title that's is.
0: what i thought too
1: but the cover art like it actually it looks uh, it looks like the sh- cover art of a sh- of a soundtrack for a shitty Netflix film about yeah. square dancing <laughs> like because it, like really the
0: font even that's used on it just looks just looks mm. so
1: but it's probably I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did that on purpose he just hired like I don't know like a 14 year old with a fucking like, like I don't a know, mild like, interest in graphic with design. a Dell yeah mild, yeah mm. exactly did it on like microsoft paint or something <laughs>
0: paint um yeah so i suppose we've a few minutes left on this call so i suppose we'll, we'll add end the podcast soon um as a result of that because we're not or what do you think yeah um, well we i mean, could we keep going into another going
2: on another one if we have to like I mean, um, yeah
0: well sure I, i'll get into a bit of what a bit of album analytics if you will The the very yeah. title
2: be eponymous. We've, been kind of eponymous. Talking, we've
0: been kind of talking vaguely about stuff but um yeah I, i'd say that i was talking about to you before how you were just talking about going more in depth with an artist like catalogue and especially with the beatles re- recently I, I i went pretty full on with it and um you went in deep in deep I didn't see the end I didn't see any way out for days boys there was no other music I could listen to but um it's really strange that like they they're just not overrated they're just not
1: well yeah I I mean obviously I don't think so but apparently our our good friend Neil Riley ex uh ex good friend Neil Riley um he he said in no uncertain certain terms that um, he would enjoy it if Paul McCartney were to uh, we can't put this we the can't say that on air <laughs> I can absolutely not say that <laughs> but he well, doesn't like Paul McCartney and he really doesn't like John Lennon and yep. then I don't even think he acknowledged the other two
0: yeah I mean any, any man who tries to argue against George Harrison is fighting a losing battle straight away yeah. <laughs> But um, I was gonna just gonna say that it's funny how I was thinking about this about I was talking about Lennon and McCartney, L- and when people ask Lennon or McCartney, it's such a like, it's such a yin and yang situation where obviously Lennon is kind of like the one that's seen as as cool because he's like this tortured artist who like died young and had his fair share of problems in his life and mm-hmm. and was you know is hotly disputed about. But whereas like Paul is just this guy who's grown old, had a very (laughs) successful career. One of the the best PR like workers of musicians ever. And like, it's just like a pretty well-rounded person who's also written some of the greatest songs ever. Like, and I often point, I, I, what would you point to? Like I started making a playlist of lesser known songs that I feel like people should listen to. Like for example, Baby You're a Rich Man, which is a a brilliant song or, um, When it comes to Paul, especially like on Revolver, you have here, there, and everywhere. And uh oh god, what's it called? No for no one. For no one.
2: For no one is like yeah.
1: Pretty much for no one. Yeah. For no one is probably like, like it's one of my favorite Paul songs. I'd say of all time. Top five. Pretty much for on no one those two, is my point. Yeah,
2: my point. One of my oh, favorite yeah. Paul songs, is one of the like one of the city ones. Uh, Maxwell Silverhammer. Oh, yeah no, a great
1: no. song as well a great one. and that was
2: like entirely Paul and I think John kind of like got into a big argument with him because it took like a week to record because he wanted it perfect and even like, they rented out an actual like anvil for Ringo to play yeah like, the song him, really.
0: Um. yeah and like I feel people often overlook him lyrically because they feel that John is like by far, the superior lyricist, which he pretty much was for the most part, but if you look at a song like um, She's Leaving Home, or even For No One, like they have such brilliant like, subtle moments in them that I think are great. Like, you know the way She's Leaving Home sides with the parents, which is really interesting, because Paul was only like 24 when he wrote it, but she yeah. it also has the line um, leaving the note that she hoped would say more, which like, gives a little bit more insight into the daughter who's leaving home. Like, it's not just painting her as being totally inconsiderate. Like, she's yeah. gotten to this point where she's decided to do this. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, we should probably wrap this up, I think, because we won't be able to. Uh, to re go. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What do you think? Okay, man. All right, boys. Yeah. Well done. All right,
1: fellas. <laughs>
0: if you want to, this was album analytics. Album analytics. Sorry, no. Just to repeat that name there, if you didn't catch it.
1: AA, not alcohol, not Alcoholics Anonymous.
0: Yeah, no, there's already an AA podcast on FM DCF. Uh, yeah. Anyway, if you want to follow us on Instagram, go ahead and do so. Thank you all for listening. If you have listened this far, which is probably
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one, um, yeah, sure. Look, sound. See you later, boys. Huh? Any yeah. last words? Um. Later.